Hi guys, welcome back to the Balance and Empowered Fitness Podcast. This is Courtney Jones and Hannah Polly here back for another episode. Um, so we are going to be talking about just within the new year, everybody has a goal set out that they want to accomplish normally, or, um, you know, something related to your health and fitness journey, or just life in general. Um, and we really want to dive into goal setting and how we can um, make those things achievable for ourselves, and also be able to reach them at the end of the year, right? Because sometimes we set goals and um, by the time the end of the year comes, we just have completely forgotten about those goals um, or things that we wanted to accomplish. And so how can we structure those and make them realistic in order for you to achieve them? Uh, so really excited about this going into the new year, which by the way, happy new year, <laughs> 2023. Um, yes. So Hannah, how are you doing? How's your week going? Yes. Hi, guys. Happy 2023. And yay for the first podcast episode of the new year. Uh, Courtney and I were just talking to like, it's crazy that we're going on our one year anniversary of our podcast, which like is just so wild because it seems like yesterday we just got started. So uh, I'm super excited. Um, and also I am this is our first episode of me using I got John got me new podcast equipment for our podcast. So this is our first day testing it out. And I literally was almost forgetting to talk in the mic <laughs> I like just moved it closer to myself so um we hope it sounds well and we're just really excited guys um but no my new year my holidays went great honestly uh I feel like like with everything they flew by I feel like I was go 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 but it was so good I spent a lot of time with family um the new year just hung out with my family and um it's really just been getting some you know work done and changing up some things for team PPF and uh, setting some fun goals for this year. Courtney, how are you doing, girlfriend? I know that you're almost to the finish line. <laughs> Your baby's almost here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so crazy to to think about. But yeah, the holidays were good. They were exhausting. Um, just like I think I said that last uh, last podcast episode because of just like go, go, go. I don't have the energy that I, that I did, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's been good. And it's crazy. Cause you know, we're in kind of like that last home stretch. It's like, once you hit 36 weeks, it's like, okay, like any day now, <laughs> um, it can kind of happen, but more than likely, you know, I'm not going to go into labor since I'm going naturally until forever. <laughs> um, so and normally they say like, especially with your first time, it can be 40 to 41 weeks. Um, but it could be earlier. So I'm like hoping like 39 week, like that 39 week, I'm going to go into labor. <laughs> um, but you just never know. So it's kind of crazy though. Cause you just like every day we're like, Oh, it could be the day or, Oh, it could be the week um, that it happens. But yeah, we're, we're really close now. So 36 weeks, um, today. And so, you know, as long as, baby doesn't come within these next couple of weeks, I'll be able to still be recording these episodes <laughs> um, with you, but, um, and be on these episodes. But other than that, I mean, it's been good. We had our home visit with our midwife, um, which was kind of uh, like the realization of like, oh crap, this is like happening. <laughs> um, they dropped off our, our birthing kit and like went through the house together and like looked up where we were going to put the birthing tub and just some different things with our doula um, and our, our midwife and just how the process goes and when to call them and, and all of those things um, when I do go into labor. And so 
you know, it just, you just don't know. <laughs> you just don't know what's going to happen. So, uh, but I'm excited to ex like share all that with you guys later after the, after that process. Um, but other than that, everything has been good. Just working with clients and um, getting everything ready. I feel like my life is kind of just revolving around staying alive and mobile every day um and keeping the baby healthy and you know just getting things ready for him but other than that you know it's been going just taking each day <laughs> as it comes some are better than others but um overall I can't complain this pregnancy has been pretty smooth for me <laughs> yeah no that's that's so exciting and it's just like so crazy I'm sure like shit just got real when you had that you know kind of like got everything set up and understanding where everything's gonna go um you know when it comes time for birth so that's super exciting and I'm I'm excited to hear about how it goes and you know you I feel like too just from what you've told me you've had such a like great not I, I don't want to say I guess yeah a great experience with your pregnancy versus like I've heard things from clients in the past or like family members where like they had really tough pregnancies so I'm really glad that it's been like smooth and um you know good for you for the most part <laughs> yeah and definitely can be an, a testament to having healthy lifestyle before getting pregnant um because you know we've had clients too that have had pregnancies in the past and then they get healthier they lose weight you know they do all these things and they live a healthier lifestyle and then their next pregnancy is just so much better um so it really is a testament of like pregnancy can be a reflection of the way that you live your life before you get pregnant um you know in the habits and things like that that you have obviously just like with anything how it impacts your health and what you do every single day and the habits that you have. Um, so, you know, we'll dive into, dive into that going into the new year with new, um, you know, just new goals or things that you might, might have for yourself in terms of your health or, uh, weight loss goals or whatever it may be and how to make those achievable. But not only should you think about like, oh, I want to lose weight this year, but think about how much you can improve your overall lifestyle and, and improve your habits and just live a healthier lifestyle and just feel better in general as well and be more mobile and, and have more energy and all of those things. So, you know, not only weight loss goals, but also setting just goals to live a healthier lifestyle can just improve so many areas of your life as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what's so important is like, and this is so common with, you know, client or like clients who did things before they came to us or just like what I see daily is like when we set goals, like we just only focus on the bigger picture, right? So we're like, oh, I want to lose 50 pounds. And we don't think about like, first off, we don't think about like really mastering the building blocks it takes to get there, but also what do we do after we lose that 50 pounds, right? Like how do we keep our results forever? So I think this is like, this is so important, especially this time of year, like we're all setting goals for 2023. And it's important to think about like, yeah, of course, it's great to think about the big picture, but you also want to think about how to make those results sustainable and really focus on the process it takes to get there. Um, because something that we'll, we always say over and over is like reaching our goals, <laughs> fitness related it's all about just repeating and mastering the basics, like repeating the basics every single day, just putting in reps day in and day out. And that's how you develop habits. Like we have to focus on breaking old habits and building new habits that are going to make this lifestyle and our results sustainable, right? So it's just really, really important. And we have to have, I think that mindset, it's so important to understand that going into like 
goal setting. You know, when a client comes to us and like, okay, my goal is like, I want to lose 50 pounds. You know, we're not just, we're not just only focusing on workouts and eating, right? Like we're focusing on so many other things and we're not like just saying, okay, let's just like do this and this, like we're taking it week after week and setting these small goals that are like, they're like the building blocks into reaching our goals. So, so this is really, really important. And when you have big goals, it's important to set realistic goals, right? So like, you know, it's, it's this is our human nature to want to go zero to 100. I see it all the time. I used to do this. You know, we just think we have to completely go zero to 100. We, we're like, okay, I'm going to work out every single day. I'm going to like, you know, I'm going to eat perfect. I'm not going to eat one thing off plan. And like, I, I totally admire that ambition, but you have to think this is not realistic. Like we are not fitness robots. We are human and we have to set realistic goals that are measurable and that are realistic to our work schedule and our lifestyle. Because again, not everyone has to go to the gym every day, nor really anyone should (laughs) work out every day. Um, And, you know, we have to make sure that it's fitting into our life and that's what makes it sustainable. You know, it's cliche to say, but like slow and steady wins the race. If we try to go zero to 100, we're eventually going to hit a wall, right? And it, it, it when we go zero to 100, we're not really focusing on like changing our daily habits. We're just kind of like grinding until we're reaching our goal, which is like not the mindset or place that we want to be in. Yeah, because we have to set those like small actionable steps in order to get to that that bigger goal. So like, you know, if you say I want to lose 50 pounds or I want to build a bigger butt or, you know, I want to be leaner or whatever it may be. Um, or I want to be healthier. Like those are just blanket statements that really get you nowhere, right? Like they're just words. And so how can you put, um, you know, that goal that you have into like those building blocks, like what building blocks do you need? What do you need to set into place in order for you to actually like achieve those goals? And so something that we always talk about with clients and just, you know, being able to have a a way to think about this is like SMART goals, right? So if you've ever heard of SMART goals or if you've ever, you know, looked into SMART goals or if you've never heard of them, we will talk about them now. Um, But setting up SMART goals for yourself. So things that are specific to what, like being specific with the goal that you want to accomplish, you know, being able to measure and so like having measurable a measurable way to actually achieve those goals. Um, And then, you know, being obtainable, realistic, and then also giving yourself, you know, a realistic timeframe of when you're going to accomplish those goals. So, you know, just saying, I want to lose 50 pounds by the end of the year, like that's great, but also too, how can we break that down and, and make that into more actionable steps? So, you know, if you want to lose 50 pounds, what things do you need to do to be able to do that? Right. So like, maybe that's changing your eating habit. Maybe that's drinking alcohol a little bit less. Maybe that's, um, you know, eating more fruits and vegetables, like whatever it may be, those types of things are things that are going to be specific to your goal. And then being able to break that down into like, okay, I want to eat more vegetables. Okay. Then how are we going to do that? Breaking that down to even more measurable goal of like eating two to three servings of vegetables a day, incorporating that into your day. And so, you know, everything that you want to do or that you want to accomplish, you kind of have to break it down into steps that make sense for you to do little things every single day to get you to that bigger goal. Right. Um, And so if we can do that, if we can break it down, we can set up these goals 
for ourselves that we can actually take action on every day um, or every week, like that's what's going to get us to that goal that we want to accomplish. So being able to break those um, bigger goals down and it's great to focus on like that end goal, of course, of losing the 50 pounds or whatever your goal may be. Um, but in order to do that, you also have to break it down and, and be able to do things that are achievable for you and your lifestyle. Yes, absolutely. And this is, I mean, this is a game changer, you know, when you think about this, and it might not even be something you've ever thought about before. But when you go to set a goal, you know, or say, okay, like, this is like a general example, like, I'm gonna stop eating out as much. That's my goal. So it's like, how can you really like, you can't really measure that, you know, versus saying, okay, I'm going to cut back on eating out or eating out fast food. Instead of four days a week, I'm going to, I'm going to start with cutting it down to only two days a week. Like that is something that's realistic. It's measurable. And you're being really specific there. I feel like sometimes if we're too general with our goals, it's easy to get like, kind of just put it on the back burner, kind of get lost on like what we're really doing. Like we have to make it measurable. We have to make it something that we can track. And that's how we continuously move forward. You know, it's the same thing with like, like tracking calories and tracking macros. It's like, it's data, right? It's like, these are things that we can actually measure and that we know how much we're eating and, and we have these specific goals to hit. And it really makes a difference in reach and helping us reach our goals. So, I mean, this would go along with anything like saying, okay, I'm going to be more active. That's my goal. And it's like, okay, let's be more specific there. Let's add in a, we're going to do a 30 minute walk daily every day, or like five days a week, I'm going to do a 30 minute walk. Like these are like examples of like how you can set goals that may seem small, like that might seem small to you. And sometimes we kind of look over those small goals, right? We think we need to go to the extreme, but the small goals like this are the building blocks to helping us reach our goals, right? So it's just really, really important. So making sure like for 2023, like when you're setting any type of goal, like, you know, I want to lose 50 pounds. Okay. How are we going to get there? Kind of like how Courtney said, okay, perfect. Like I'm going to make sure that I'm, I become more active. So I'm going to start doing a 20 minute walk five days a week or three days a week, whatever is like realistic and doable for your schedule. And like, my thing is like, I feel like you always want to start lower on the lower end of things. That way it's something that we work toward. Like I said, we, we don't want to have that mindset of going zero to 100, because if we try to overdo it, that's only going to be for a short period of time. We're going to get burnt out so quick and <laughs> we're going to be like, okay, I, like, sometimes it makes you feel like I'm not capable of doing this, you know, but in reality, you're so capable. It's just, it's just making sure that we're being realistic with our goal setting and being specific, like cannot stress that enough. Yeah, for sure. And I like to always reference it with like um, money as well. So, you know, if you want to save $10,000 this year, like, how are you going to be able to do that, right? Like, you can't just say like, oh, I'm going to save $10,000 and then never really pay attention to like what you're spending every week or what you're saving every week or anything like that. But if you say, okay, I want to spend or I want to save $10,000, then you can break that down of like, okay, how much do I need to save every single month? Okay, how much do I need to save every single week? Um, and putting that money aside or putting it in a savings and like that, allowing that to build um, and doing those actionable things of like moving your money to your savings account every single week or setting up like an automatic payment every week um, to get it and to move it into this other account. And so it's the same thing when it comes to reaching like a health or a fitness goal. Like if you want to lose 50 pounds, okay, that's not necessarily something that we can, you know, objectively obtain um, in terms of 
you know, what the scale says, because, you know, it's just a number, like we can't control that number sometimes. But if you can say like, I want to lose weight this year, I want to feel healthier this year, whatever it may be, um, you know, you can set the goal aside of like, okay, I want to do this. What are the things that help get me there? And that may be looking at what you do every single day, what you do every single week, what you're doing every single month, um, and kind of just evaluating that, which a good a good example of that is like why having a coach or um, like our clients, you know, we're able to do that with them and, and help them set realistic goals for themselves and also checking in with them like weekly, monthly, all of those things to be able to see like, okay, hey, how how are we doing like towards working towards that goal? Um, and sometimes having that accountability can make such a big difference. Uh, but overall, you know, if, if we have a client that's like, you know, okay, we want to set a movement goal for them. We want to try to hit 10,000 steps a day, but their steps currently where they're at is maybe like two to 3,000 steps a day. So, you know, our overall objective is to get them to 10,000 steps a day. Uh, but maybe we start with, like Hannah said, a small, more achievable, like realistic goal of 5,000 steps a day, right? And then once we hit that goal and we're doing great, we're being consistent with that, then we can increase to another 1,000 or 2,000 steps a day. Um, and so, you know, the same thing with your nutrition or your water intake or just things that, um, you know, those things that allow you to live a healthier lifestyle and to help you reach those weight loss goals. Um breaking them down into things that actually make sense for you, right? So if you've never ran a marathon and your goal is to run a marathon, like you're not just going to go run five miles every day, just right off the bat, right? Like you kind of have to build upon that. You have to build up to running maybe a half a mile and then running a mile and setting like weekly, weekly or monthly kind of targets for yourself to get you to that five mile or that 5k or however much you want to run. And so being able to Start small and then build upon that makes the biggest difference in terms of being able to achieve your goals and also just enjoying the process a little bit more. Because if you're doing the thing every day of like, man, I'm not reaching this goal, I'm not reaching this goal, like it's going to be really discouraging. So if you can actually set a goal that's achievable for you right now with where you're currently at in life, like those goals can change down the road, um, but set them now to make them make sense for you. So that way, you know, you can build upon them versus being discouraged or frustrated, um, which is what we see a lot of times with like, people that go keto or people that cut out carbs. It's like, okay, you've ate carbs your whole life, but all of a sudden you're just going to stop eating them forever. Um, and it never works out that way. And so, you know, if you want to change your eating habits or do certain things, like you have to be able to set things that make sense for you. Um, and cutting out carbs never makes sense for anybody, but, <laughs> um, but set goals that just make sense for you. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and that's so important too. like you mentioned, like falling in love with the process is everything like, because again, like it's not something that happens right away, but you like, when we have big goals like this, we want to get healthier. Like this is forever, right? Like, like you're in it for the long run. You can't just like a big mistake I see is like, we set this goal, like, Oh, I'm going to lose 50 pounds and whatever we do to get there, then afterward, we're just like, okay, well, I'm at my goal. So like, I, I can stop now, right? It's like, no, like, we want to continue this, because that's how you maintain the results that you work so hard for, right? Like fitness isn't just like a come and go. It's something that it's a lifestyle change. You have to think of your goals as that. So by setting these like smaller realistic goals, it's helping you build and develop these habits that you can take with you long term, right? So like Courtney and I, we easily guzzle down over a gallon of water a day. 
But right away, it didn't take, it wasn't like just a day where like, oh, we're going to start getting a gallon of water. And like, it took some time, right? It took like setting goals. Like, okay, I'm going to start drinking like, you know, 70 ounces of water and then 90 ounces of water. Like over time, it takes time to build these habits that actually stick. So now it's like after years of practicing this, it's like just, it's not even like something I think about. It's like I fill up my water in the morning and I drink it all day and I get 140 ounces in. And because I've worked at like, and same with Courtney or anyone who, you know, has been living a healthier lifestyle for a long time. Like we've just been doing it. We've been putting in the reps over and over and over daily. And it just takes time. And it's never something that I even question doing. (laughs) And that's, that's how it can be for you when you really, really set these like realistic goals and they're actionable and you keep working at it. And something that I see a lot too, is if we set goals that aren't realistic it's like it's setting us up for failure most of the time which is really sad but you know it's I love the ambition people have but sometimes they don't under they don't just they don't know to set these smaller goals right they don't know that it's actually hurting them to set these unrealistic goals way too early on where they were like oh my gosh I can't do this like maybe I'm just not capable and I hate to see that because people give up on themselves before they really even give themselves a chance so it, like this is just like really important and I feel like not even just for like your fitness journey but anything it's like you want to think like I always go back to saying slow and steady wins the race it's so freaking true like no one ever gets where you need to be by going zero to 100 like that's typically not a sustainable rate to stay at so sometimes we have to take a step back evaluate <laughs> make it fit into our schedule right so again it's kind of digging into the specifics here again like if you're someone like for this 2023 and you're like, okay, I want to start getting into exercise. Like, don't tell yourself you need to go every day. Start with like two days or three days. Like, okay, two days a week on Monday and Thursday, I'm going to go or in my basement and dip, get like two full body workouts in or go to the gym and get two full body workouts in. Like start lower and build yourself up. Um, or like same with like walking or like setting a step goal is a really good like idea, because again, it's, it's measurable, right? It's something that a lot of us have like Apple watches or aura rings or something that we can track. So instead of like, oh, I'm going to become more active. Okay, perfect. I'm going to walk. I'm really sedentary at my job. So I'm going to set a step goal for like 6k steps daily and really work at that. So like, it's okay to start smaller with these goals because starting smaller, that's, that's how you grow. And that's how you really master these things. You know, eventually 6k steps gets to 10k steps. Eventually, two days of light body weight exercises turns into four days of strength training. Like it just takes time to develop these habits and you have to be patient with yourself in the process. Sorry, that was really long-winded. <laughs> no. And like, think about how much more like exciting and like momentum you'll build when you have a goal starting out to work out two days a week versus five days a week. And you're only getting two days a week. But if your goal is two days a week and you're crushing two days a week, like that's going to feel so much better and like so good to you versus like setting this goal of going five days a week when maybe you didn't even go before um, and, and being like, man, this is super discouraging because I'm not getting in all the days that I want to get in. But if you're looking at the bigger picture, it's like you're going two more days than you were before, which is progress. And so if we set those goals up initially to start smaller and then you realize like, okay, I'm hitting this like pretty easily. Like this is good. Like I'm going two days a week. Like that feels achievable for me. Like you're doing it consistently for a couple of weeks. 
um, then add in another day, right? And so like, then you're going three days a week and just building upon that, it just builds that momentum and keeps you going and, and just keeps you more excited um, to keep pushing for, you know, doing better or getting more things in or accomplishing more things when, you know, sometimes if you go to that zero to 100, you just don't, you aren't able to do all the things that you're trying to set out to do. And it's just very discouraging. And we see that all of the time. Um, so this is the exact same thing that we do with clients is like start them out kind of where they're at. And then we build upon that. Um, you know, and sometimes we get the comments of like, oh, I'm not doing cardio or, oh, I'm not going to the gym yet. Like, no, like let's just nail down some movement and get some movement in first and drink more water and all of those basic things. You know, then we can incorporate more things and we can continue to build upon that. Um, and that allows us to build that momentum and just feel good for like achieving and accomplishing those things that we are like setting out to accomplish. Yes. No, I'm so glad. That is such a good point that you brought up because it's like, I always say this with clients is like, I always feel like if we set these like things that aren't realistic, it's like sometimes this process can feel like a rainy cloud just following us throughout the week, right? Like, oh no, like I'm supposed, I told myself I was going to go every day and I've only went to the gym twice this week. Like Courtney said, versus setting a goal for going to the gym twice a week, you're nailing those two workouts. You're like, damn, I'm feeling good. Like I'm killing these goals. It really like, it sounds like silly, but it actually makes a huge difference in your mindset. Like we don't want that little rainy cloud following us. And we don't want this process to feel daunting to you. You know, it's something that we have to work at, like making it a part of our life. So with doing that, we have to be realistic and we have to make it something that we enjoy, which will take some time. I'm not saying right away, you're going to love going to the gym, but being realistic with yourself and your goals and not expecting too much too soon, it's going to make the biggest difference in making this sustainable and something you enjoy. Like I would say all of our clients, they, not all of them love the gym when they first start out, you know, they're kind of like nervous or intimidated. And then once they start getting there and, and they start like building more confidence, like setting goals and achieving them, it does wonders for your confidence. So they really start to make a like a huge difference. They're like, wow, I actually like, I look forward to the gym now. You know what I mean? So it just, it really does make a big difference. Like just be realistic with yourself, be realistic with your goals, like sit down, look at your schedule and say, okay, I could do two days a week and start there. Like, you know what I mean? You can always go up. You can always increase from where you're at. You don't want to go too high and then like decrease you know I mean yeah you can do that but like it's just easier to start lower and build yourself up um, yeah and, and going into like this year as well so like for me personally like I have a, a I have like goals of being like lower expectations of like what I'm going to be able to do and accomplish right because if I start lower then I'm going to be able to build upon that. So with having a newborn, that's something that I've never done before. So in reference to a fitness journey or getting started in the gym or whatever it may be like that, maybe that's something you've never done before. Like I've never had a child before. I've never had a newborn before. So like my expectations of what I'm going to be able to do and accomplish are not going to be what they are now. And so I'm setting my expectations low um, of what I'm going to be able to do of just doing the basics of like, you know, feeding my baby, hydrating myself and eating food. Like those two things are super important just for my body and for my baby. So like, those are the basic things that I'm going to expect myself to do. Right. And so, you know, even those might be even a challenge, but, or I could find like, oh, okay, I'm crushing this, like getting my food in my nutrition um, and, you know, drinking enough water. Like that's been pretty attain obtainable for me. Like that's something that I've always done. Right. <laughs> and, but now having a newborn, that might be look a little different for me, but 
if I find that, oh, I'm doing really good at this, then then I can incorporate other things, right? I can start to set new goals because I'm already doing those things um, and I'm doing them well and I'm doing them consistently. So then I can add upon that. But I don't want to set up too many things or too many expectations, um, you know, in this new chapter or journey that you're going to be on to where it feels very, very discouraging because you're not doing all the things that you want to get done initially. But you can get there and you can get back to, you know, reaching these bigger goals. But again, setting those expectations that are realistic for where you're currently at and then building upon that just allows you to have so much more momentum and just feel so much better about the whole process. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's like, you just like you're building yourself up into changing a new lifestyle. You have to think like, we'd have to think of like our goals. We just have to remember like a lifestyle change, like any type of fitness goal, it's going to take a lifestyle change to maintain those results. So just so important. And we hope this all makes sense. Um, I also want to dial into just quickly here, like how to stay consistent to these goals, right? Like, and everyone's so different. Everyone's personality is different on what works for them. So something that has helped our clients, of course, like my first thing is having a coach or someone to help you. Like it really makes the biggest difference having someone lay it all out for you and educate you along the way. That way you're just doing it right from the get go. Or even if you have been trying this by yourself for years, you're done. You're not spinning your wheels anymore, right? You know, you're going, okay, this person knows how to get me where I need to be. I just need to make sure I learn and implement. So it just makes a huge difference. It knocks out a lot of uncertainty. So having a coach and again, Courtney and I are coaches. We have had coaches. Like I currently have a coach, like we have business coaches. Like there's always more you can learn from people and there's always things you can change and continue to better yourself. So just always keep that top of mind. Um, but also like just using a planner or power list is a great method to get these things done. As simple as it sounds like it could be as simple as like in your planner, writing down, you know, you're scheduling out your walks for the week, scheduling out your workouts, like even putting like, you know, your 50 ounce water goal, whatever it may be. And checking that off each day, like there's actually like evidence shown, like it actually like increases dopamine when you like cross a task off, right? I hate to even call drinking water a task, but you guys get what I'm saying here. Um, Because you're accomplishing things, right? You're like, yes, like I'm the shit. I got that done. Uh, I'm a bad bitch. I got that done. It just helps. And like, it's, even if it's as simple as getting laundry done or getting a walk-in crossing that task off, it really, really helps. And just like structuring out your week and planning it, you preparing ahead of time, it's going to set yourself up for success versus just kind of going with the flow. It's if we're just going with the flow, it's so easy to just put things on the back burner and then boom, at the end of the week, you're like, oh my God, I didn't get this, this, this or done. And again, that's just detrimental to like our mindset. We don't want to put ourselves in that position. Um, and another great way is like having an accountability partner or like a support group. So like, there's like, like, I feel like there's on Facebook, there's a lot of support groups you can join that you check in with daily or like having an accountability partner who is as consistent as you are that you check in with daily, just having those touch points, it really makes a difference. So utilizing the resources available like that, again, whether it's a planner, a power list, or, you know, even an accountability partner, just having some type of process that you check in with, with yourself daily and weekly, it's, it will make the biggest difference for you. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm definitely a huge planner. And so like, I'm a big sticky note planner girl. Like the planner that I have is like hour by hour, every half hour uh, timed out for my day. And so like, I write things down um, throughout my day or just different things that I want to do or, or get accomplished. And then also too, like, if you've ever heard of, well, Hannah just mentioned the power list, just writing down like, you know, three to five things that you want to accomplish within your day. Like if that is 
you know, tracking your food ahead of time, if that is drinking a hundred ounces of water, like I literally remember when I used to drink uh, water or like plan my, or I still drink water, <laughs> but when I um, used to like get started into drinking more water and I was trying to accomplish a bigger goal there, I would write out like every couple hours, how much I needed to drink um, in order to get in my total goal for the day. Um, Same thing with my nutrition. I would write down like every meal, like meal one, I needed to eat this much protein. Meal two, I needed to eat this much protein Um, or I needed to break my calories up into four to five meals a day to get in my calories. So like, uh, again, like making them measurable and making them realistic to where you can kind of break those goals up to help you achieve that. And so writing that power list or writing down in your planner um, or writing down when you're going to go on your walk for the day, like if it's during lunch or if it's, you know, when you get home in the evening or if it's in the morning, what time are you going to go to the gym? <laughs> um, you know, just saying like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym today. A lot of times if you set it more specific of like, I'm going to go to the gym at this time, like when I get off work or on my way home from work, I'm I'm stopping at the gym. I have my clothes with me, like setting yourself up in that avenue and, and being specific with that um, is going to make you so much more likely to accomplish getting these things done than just saying like, oh, I'm going to drink this water today or, oh, I'm going to, you know, go to the gym today. Like sit down, plan it out, write it out and like tell yourself this is what you're doing and this is where you're going when you're going. And it just makes you so much more likely to achieve those things. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, just to kind of like recap again, setting realistic goals, being honest with yourself, setting those goals that are like measurable and something that again is realistic with your work schedule, with your family life. And holding yourself accountable with a planner or power list or, you know, maybe hiring a coach or an accountability partner, like making sure that you hold yourself accountable to build that consistency and really stay consistent with these goals because you deserve it, right? Like I always say like life is short, like we should feel happy and confident in setting goals and achieving them. It's one of the biggest ways to boost and increase your, not, not only your confidence, but and gosh, your overall health, your mental health, like literally everything. So uh, this is just really, really important. And we hope this was helpful. We wanted to kind of break it up for you guys. Um, as always, if you have any questions on this or have any specific questions on how should I set my goals up, like, please, please feel free to message us. Our Instagrams are uh, always dropped below. Our inboxes are always open and we're always happy to help guys. But um, thank you guys so much. Again, we're going on our one year anniversary. So stay tuned. We definitely want to do something special for our listeners. Um, we'll keep you guys updated. We appreciate you guys listening so much. Yeah. Thanks guys. Bye guys. Happy new year.